Hi, everybody. I'm Brittany Lewis with Forbes Breaking News. Joining me now is my colleague, sports money reporter Justin Birnbaum. Justin, thanks for coming on in. Thanks for having me, Brittany. I want to extend a big congratulations. Forbes has just released its annual list of the highest paid female athletes, and there's a newcomer at the number one spot. The anticipation is killing us all in the studio, so who is it? This year's top spot belongs to Polish tennis sensation Iga Swiatek, who earned an estimated $23.9 million in total earnings before taxes and agents fees in 2023. She had a big year. She, she finished the rankings number one, uh, she also, you know, she won the French Open. But what's really interesting about her is that she's new blood at the top of this list. Other than her, there's only been three other women who have topped this list since we started doing it in 2008, and that's Naomi Osaka, Serena Williams, and Maria Sharapova. So, a new one on top and possibly a long reign because she's only 22 years old. Shrontek, Sharapova. Williams, Osaka. I'm really detecting a theme here, and that's that these are all tennis players. So why is that the case? Yeah, so you are correct. That is a theme here. Uh, 12 of the top 20 are tennis players, nine of the top 10. And there's a, there's a simple explanation here. It's, it's you, the sport offers ample prize money and marketing opportunities for female tennis players as opposed to kind of the, the landscape in other women's sports. So that naturally, you know, for those who are successful and also can market themselves off the court, that gives them a boost and puts, you know, someone like Svantec in position to lead this list. So Justin, aside from tennis, what other sports landed athletes on the list? So there are six other sports represented uh, golf and soccer each have two athletes, and then badminton, basketball, gymnastics, and freestyle skiing all each have an athlete on the list. Skiing, that's a really interesting one. Is that an anomaly just because it's not even an Olympic year? So I'm glad you asked. So that's referring to Eileen Gu, who claimed the second spot on this list. She earned $22.1 million in estimated total earnings for 2023 before taxes and agents fees. That Basically, almost all comes from her marketing efforts. She She's born in San Francisco, but she represents China internationally. Um, it's made her a huge hit in the Chinese market, but also she's just a global sensation. She also models. Um, she, she has deals all across the globe with Louis Vuitton, Victoria's Secret, also back in China with one, for example, a sportswear maker, Anta. So she's a big hit and she basically is the rare exception of an olympic athlete that doesn't see their earnings decline in a non-olympic year obviously after getting a gold medal at beijing in 2022 the next will be 2026 so obviously we're in between that but yeah she has found a way to be kind of proofed of that in between time i want you to round off this list for us aside from some of the top tennis players aside from eileen Gu, who are some other athletes that qualified for the list yeah so there's a few i'll mention one is simone biles who you know is arguably the greatest gymnast ever uh she has returned the competition she has her sights on paris 2024 she still seems incredible fantastic and at the top of her game so she's someone who's who you know the marketing money has always followed her and you know, as long as she's good and able to compete, it seems that like that will continue. Um, there's also Megan Rapino, who is this is the last time she'll be on this list, uh, obviously since she retired. But she, you know, was one of the faces of the the U.S. Women's National Team in soccer, and um, you know, obviously they didn't succeed in doing what they wanted to do at the World Cup this past year. But Rapino has always been a star and remains, you know, a, a big face. But obviously she's transitioning into a different part of her career. Uh, there's PV Sindhu, who many people in the American audience might not know. She plays badminton and she's over in India. Uh, she's extremely 
extremely marketable and successful, although most of it is overseas. So, uh, you know, that kind of flies under the radar here. And then another one I'll name is Nellie Corda, who is an LPGA golfer and one of the stars of the sport. And she recently swapped out a bunch of her deals in favor of more lucrative ones, and that's been able to help improve the way she earns, you know, off the golf course. Oh, and another point I want to mention is that Coco Golf is someone who had a breakthrough this year. She won the US Open and she, she won $3 million for that. But she's someone who was already successful on the marketing side, but the US Open win could unlock a marketing avalanche. So she's someone definitely to watch going forward. Forbes has been doing this list now for over a decade, so I always love to contrast from years past. So I'm curious, how does the 2023 list compare to the 2022 one? So the top 20 earners in 2023 earned a combined an estimated $226 million before taxes and agents fees, obviously. That's a 13% decline from last year, where the figure was a total of $258 million. That doesn't sound good. Well, it, it, it's not all that it seems. So you have to consider that this accounts for the fact that Serena Williams transitioned into retirement, and she was always an extremely high earner, an outlier for this list, and now her not being on this list anymore you know, obviously changes the scope of that. Also, Naomi Osaka traditionally has been a really, really strong earner and an outlier, just like Williams, but she's had a long layoff. You know, she's dealt with injuries, she's been away from competitive play, she just gave birth, uh, not just, but a few months ago gave birth to a daughter. So she's preparing to return to competitive play and we could see that tick back up potentially. But yeah, with those two not contributing, obviously, you know, there's a, an expected kind of decrease in the number there. You hinted at this just now, but in your story too, you said there's optimism, even though the overall earnings of the top 20 are down. So is it safe to say it's a good time to be a top paid female athlete, and why is that? Well, there, there's two sides to this. For one, it's been a pretty big year for women's sports. The National Women's Soccer League and um, international soccer on the women's side has set attendance records. The WNBA announced another expansion team. The LPGA Tour is raising its prize money fund to over $100 million. I think $118 million was the exact number it's going to, but I'll have to double check that for you. And the University of Nebraska held an outdoor women's volleyball game and drew over 90,000 fans to that. So those are incredible, incredible, you know, kind of milestones for, for a banner year in, in women's sports. On the other side of this, when you talk about our list specifically, the median earning mark went up to $8.5 million this year, up from $7.3 million a year before, and 16 of the 20 members of this list are under 30, which suggests that there could be more earnings potential for them on the horizon. Also, eight crossed the $10 million mark, which matches last year record and is double the mark from 2021. So, you know, when you look at it as a whole, you know, women's sports, are, are growing in popularity and, and kind of chasing new opportunities. And also on our list, it's being reflected in the earnings of these athletes. That's really exciting. Something you did note, that it's a banner year for women's sports. So I'm excited for what's to come as we sit here on the precipice of 2024. You're the expert here. What should we look out for next? So obviously, uh, you know, a huge way that these sports and leagues drive revenue has to do with broadcast rights. And several of the women's leagues are in position where they're going to be able to renegotiate these and, and get better rates. Obviously, you know, it's an opportune time to do that because if you go back a few years ago, the momentum wasn't quite there, but now it is. And this will put a lot of them in a position to earn, you know, more on the league level or the sport level than they ever have before. With that being said, you know, Brands are starting to invest more and more in female athletes. They see the business case, they see the consumers they can reach, they see the opportunities and kind of 
the, the positives of having these athletes represent their brands. So, you know, with with more money flowing into the sports as a whole and more opportunities flowing to the athletes, it's just a trend that I think we're going to see keep going up and up and up. Well, Justin Birnbaum, I appreciate the reporting. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, Brittany.